Well, good afternoon. And here we are again. Carl's back. Because Carl's reliable. How Hello, are you, Carl. I'm all right, Martin. How are you, reliable good. friend? Good, it's good. I'm very well, thank you, other reliable friend. <laughs> and why are you being sarcastic? Is because Chris isn't here again. It takes two of them to look after some one-year-old kid, apparently. So he must be a proper handful. But very kindly, Laura has stepped in. Hello, Laura. Hello. Now it'd be interesting to have a female opinion on the podcast today. Not that it'll count. Well, but <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. So, Laura, you you've got a topic, haven't you? I do, Martin. I do. What is it? Destiny. We were destined to have this conversation here today. Ah, clever! Like we've done that. Destiny or free will? I think you said, yes. isn't it? This is a choice. So you saying you know, that we going through life with one or the other? That's it. it. So if destiny exists, do we have free will? And then if we got free will, then do we have destiny? Can both exist? I don't think so. Okay. Think about it. If you got de- if something's destined to happen, it's going to happen one way or another. So you might think you're making that choice out of free will, but if it was get destined to happen, well, you're going to do it regardless. So, so your free will is out of the window. So why do I bother making decisions then? Because you don't know which is true. Yeah, but see, this is what I mentioned the other day. If I'm on my way to West Wales and I'm I'm staying in a hotel over the weekend. But I can't find the hotel. I'm down this country lane, come to a T-junction. Do I turn left or do I turn right? Now, if I turn left, I'm going to crash into a, a, a tractor. If I turn right, I'm going to knock some cyclist off and, and you know, whatever. Well, that's okay because you can just chuck... It's a cyclist as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a cyclist. So you can chuck that mm. stuff into the into the ditch and carry on. <laughs> the body and, and the bike can go mm. in the ditch. And you can just carry on. And it might be a few minor scratches on the car, which is yeah. an inconvenience. But nevertheless, you can carry on. If you turn left and hit the tractor, then your car could be a write-off. Yeah. Which can ruin your day and your weekend away. Well, see, I don't drive, so I'd be the cyclist in this. I disagree. How did, how did you get you that? By a very kind person that drove. Oh. <laughs> so, is if it... he went down and knocked over a cyclist, I'd have got out and walked. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. Is it destiny that you don't drive, or did you make that decision not to, not alone? I made that decision, but I think I was destined to make that decision so I don't kill many people. <laughs> oh, Christ. Carl, help me out here. So which one do you think is true then? Do you believe in destiny or do you believe in free will? I believe in destiny, but going back to that, you're not you're not going to know the outcome. You think you've got free will, because if you were no, going to know the outcome, well, you're just going to go A to B and not take all the little journeys in between. So that's why you're meant to believe you've got free will. So you experience things, you go on the little side journeys that you go on in life until you get to your end point, which you were destined to do. It's strange, because if you know what your destiny is, you would probably do everything. It depends on the outcome, I guess. If you liked the outcome, you would probably do everything in your power to try and achieve that. So if your destiny was be, I don't know, to be the president of the United States, great, you'd probably do everything in your power to make sure that happened. If you were destined to work in McDonald's or you were destined to be something like that for the rest of your life, you would, pri- you would try and do everything to go against what your destiny was. But ultimately, I guess, what we're saying is in that scenario, it doesn't matter what you try to do. It's the illusion of free will because you're going to end up in that place in the first place. So if, if we, well, we don't know 
what the outcome is. If it if there is a destiny for all of us, death. Yeah, that's an inevitable uh, destiny at the end. We're looking at the bit <laughs> before the morbid end of us all. Just a bit before the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before sort of the, the good credit. part of the film, yeah, before the end. We'd never know. So regardless of whether it's set for us or not, the whole point of life, I guess, is to experience that journey regardless of of what the outcome is and whether we know it or not. Think of it going back to the credits. If you knew what an ending of a movie was, somebody just said, oh, yeah, ends like this. I don't watch any movies, so I can't give you any endings. But you, you still might go watch it if, because the journey that movie movie's going to take you on, more's going to happen in that than the end thing. Other things are going to happen. That, that, that's a fair point there. Look at the Rocky and Rambo films. You know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, he kills like a thousand Vietnamese yeah. people. You, you know what the outcome's going to be. Just, and John Wick. Yeah. You know what the outcome's going to be. He's going to be the hero at the end of it. Lots of people will die in between, and you just want to watch them people die. That's it. It's the bit in between that matters. And then if you were, if people were to know the end thing all the time, and the bit in between wouldn't matter, and that's why there's that illusion, I believe, of free will. Right, so coming back to death. <laughs> <laughs> will it be my destiny to die in my sleep at 90 years old? Or to go up on the roof of this place this afternoon and jump off it. Because I'll have to make that decision at some point this afternoon and say, I've had enough now, I'm going to jump off a roof. Well, technically that decision has already been made. So you wouldn't necessarily make the decision, you would just act out. Well, technically you would make the decision, but then technically it's already been made for you. So it's almost a play in a sense, the script is already written. You would just, you're just bumbling along unknowingly. You were destined to have the idea to go up. Yeah. Onto the roof. Yeah. I don't know how to get to the roof. Mine is just... Yeah, so that's not happening this afternoon. So that's not your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Could, but wouldn't this come back to then, like the multiverse theory? Where we discussed before, right, that if somebody went back now, like Chris isn't here because we've sent him back to kill Hitler. So <laughs> if he goes... because he's a snowflake. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's probably against all that. But <laughs> if he did, went back, he killed Hitler... Um. It couldn't wipe out all our history and all memories. It'd have to start a new direction on, on, on the timeline. Wouldn't it be the same thing then on if I come back to this T-junction and I was turning left or turning right? Isn't there, doesn't it act out for both of them? Well, given the, let's say that the two scenarios that you pitched were actually true. So left, you end up smashed into a tractor and you probably get horrifically mangled in the accident. Or right, you horrifically mangle someone else and you carry on with your life. Those are two pretty, well, they're two pretty significant events in your timeline. So if you were destined to turn right and you went back in time and turned left, yeah, then you've completely changed. You've but, completely changed your destiny, therefore the timeline that was... So it's sort of like meta-philosophical thinking. But yeah, if you, if you went left instead of right, then... You, Technically, there would be a new timeline for not not for very long because you die pretty quickly. So See, that would end pretty soon. I think even if you think you were destined to turn left all the way up until you're going to say, I'm going to turn left, but you swerved to turn right, you went right and whatever happened, you were destined to do that regardless. Even if you thought you weren't, you were, there might be multi-universes where when you did go left, when you did go right, and all these possibilities are happening on those timelines. But in this one, there is one only one definite outcome, you might just not know it yet. Oh, that's confusing. 
So I suddenly swerve last minute to turn right. That's the way the cyclist. Yeah. Yeah. It's that last minute swerve. <laughs> he didn't know where I was going, did he? Because <laughs> he had no mirrors. <laughs> Shouldn't have been riding in the dark, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's I see, I still find the whole thing confusing. Well, it's it's it takes the f- when you talk about it as a concept that your destiny is already fulfilled. It somewhat takes the fun out of it. Yeah. But then when you really dig down to it. I suppose the outcome of your life is almost irrelevant because you're destined to be something, whether you live for a long time or you die early or whatever. But it's just the the journey through life, the, the what you do on a daily basis, the people you interact with, the people that you spend your time with. The journey is the most important part. You could end up anywhere. You could end up living on the streets, but it's the bit in between that people tend to focus on and not the actual outcome itself. So talking about it, if your destiny is already fulfilled, <laughs> you won't know it. You'll never know it. It's, it's impossible to know. It's, but you've got to enjoy the life that you have. So these people like Nostradamus who reckon they could predict things that were going to happen then, they you saying then there's a good chance that the destiny side of it does exist because that's how we can supposedly predict the future and what's going to happen. Well, he was a clever guy. He predicted certain technological advances which... If you look at it, if you were intelligent enough, they were inevitable anyway, based on the progression of technology. So that was cool. But then he predicted the world would end in what, 2012? 2012, was it? Funny enough, I was reading something about this, and this is very far out there, but I was reading something about this last night, actually, saying a lot of people predicted the world was going to end in 2012. There's a science experiment with a Higgboston thing in 2012, and a lot of scientists said something's going to happen. And this thing I read predicted that in 2012, when they'd done that science experiment, we went through a black hole. We are now in a different universe. And that's why things in the news only last the news for a couple of hours, like school shootings and stuff like this aren't a big deal anymore. History isn't really made since 2012, like the Mandela effect, Mm. like all that stuff. Like I realized last night, do you think it's Looney Tunes or Looney Tunes? Is it T-U-N-E-S? I thought it was T-O-O-N-S and stuff like that. So... Yeah, what if the world did end in 2012? That, well, the Ford logo was a good one that you did before. With a squiggle on the F or something. Yeah. It? yeah. The Mandela effect has fascinated them. God, yeah. But, so there's so many possibilities that maybe we are in a different universe now, and that's why loads of things do feel a bit different. And the more I think about it, it was, I'm sure Looney Tunes was double O, wasn't it? I D- always O-N-S. thought it was. It was Looney Tunes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm questioning myself. There's so many different ones, isn't there? Yeah, that's. And Febreze was on there as well. That was spelt weirdly. I can't remember how they spelt it, but. Well, the Queen song is another one. We are the champions. Oh, it ends. Yeah. At the end, it's supposed to just say we are the champions. A lot of people think it's we are the champions of the world. But that's not the ending. No. It's just we are the champions. But everyone seems yeah. to know of the world. and We all know it. Who added that, I don't know. But originally, it was just we are the champions. But people have convinced themselves that of the world is part of the original song when it's not. There's so many. Something isn't right, is there? Well, they, but then again, they said about the world ended in 2012. And they said they didn't say it was ending. They said it was end as we know it. In which case, it would be a big change. Well, technically, if that theory is true, that's, that the world ended it, yeah. as we know it. 
And this that is that is a big change. Some yeah. sort of timeline anomaly now. So what happened to the other universe? So that just went through a black hole, no more. Just oh, disappeared. Oh, that's gone. That's gone. That's no all right. More. So cool. So cool. it's the idea that time is like um, a spiral sort of thing. So it's getting tighter and tighter all the time. So it starts off quite loose and you're getting tighter and tighter. So 2012 then would have been the tightest bit of that spiral and then poof. 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 Just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean it's going to happen every so often then? Potentially, yeah. The idea of time Not that we isn't would, infinite. Or we would not, we, well, we don't know anyway because it's potentially already happened in our lifetime and we've been none the wiser. Yeah, you need smell insults to talk about the science stuff. Yeah, but the fact that I can remember that they were doing this at the Hadron Collider and all this in 2012, then I must have had memory of it before that. Yeah. And I still got memory of it after that. But this guy was saying I didn't read it. But it was if I was good. in a different timeline, how have I ended up here? Well, this guy was saying he tried researching it and there's hardly anything about like proper scientific papers before 2012 online. There's hardly anything you can find. And then there was other things about uh, where the Statue of Liberty is based and there's pictures on Google Maps because it's meant to be on Liberty Island. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's on a different island. I thought that was the whole point. So where is it now then, do you know? Uh, it begins with an E. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not very good at geography. But I'm pretty sure it's not on Liberty Island. And there's little things like that. Just things aren't quite right. This freaks me out. This does. <laughs> yeah, it's all getting very creepy now. Let me try and find it. Because if destiny is true, then you have no control over your life whatsoever. It's been controlled for you. And then on top of that, you've got all these things happening with wormholes and black holes. Black holes. holes. I'm a simple man from South Wales. I don't know what any of this stuff is. Yes. <laughs> it's like that idea. Do you ever like walk into a room and think, why the hell have I walked in here? Oh, all the time. You've walked age. into a different <laughs> universe. You've walked into a different universe. <laughs> they say that about doorways. There are a lot of mystics and sort of um, alternative therapists say that doorways are like uh, gateways to different things. So when you walk through a doorway, you just, it's as if you've forgotten where you were. Or what you've done. It's, it's very strange. It's very weird. I'm trying to find something that proves me that. I think I might have said a complete lie then, so I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about the uh, Liberty Island? Yeah. Thing, so it used to be on Ellis Island. Right. Ellis Island, okay, yeah. I know what that is. So a lot of people, so I got it the wrong way around, sorry. A lot of people believed the Statue of Liberty was on Ellis Island. Right. So it was long believed that. But it's it's never been there. It's always been, sorry, the other way around. But if you look on Google Maps and people have found on Ellis Island, there's almost pictures where it would have been. And then you look at it from a different angle and it's just not there. So it's almost like remains from another timeline, people were saying. Like a tattoo or a fragment. Yes, Jessica, we've gone off this on a weird tangent gone now. This far we've, from we've gone, destiny, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've gone... Well, back under the Mandela But were we now. destined to go on this journey? Good point. <laughs> yeah. Or did we choose? <laughs> we're destined to have that conversation. But what I was thinking, going back about destiny and free will, I think it also depends on the circumstance or the situation. So if it's a good situation, a happy outcome, you're going to think it's free will. You, you 
designed that to happen almost mm, yeah, it was in your power right sort of whereas yeah, yeah. if it was something awful something bad sad or whatever that was destined to happen people tend to say this is why a lot of people have problems with religion because in when it comes to religion the topic of gods and whatnot a lot of people think that if these gods have the power to stop these things from happening that they should so, you know, let's say it's like someone's family dies in a tragedy or there's a tsunami or something like that. The first thing that religious people do is blame whatever deity they follow to say that they could have stopped it. But then a lot of religious religious texts talk about the the fact that God created us and there's free will and all that sort of stuff. He doesn't intervene with human beings. So it's even mentioned in religious texts all throughout different, you know, Christianity, Buddhism and all that. Free will is always mentioned as a topic they don't mention it they say that god controls everything rather than just the universe existing and free will or destiny being a part of that so it's, it's interwoven into our history this yes. concept of destiny so if we're saying god controls everything well everything is destined, destined to happen yeah. and people then religious people if bad things happen they'll sometimes say well it, it was to teach us we'll become better for it, we'll learn to love what we lost, things like that. Does that make sense? Every, it was all destined to happen, people believe, and like maybe to reassure them. Who knows? But I, I think I'm des I believe in destiny. I don't think we're there yet in terms of a species to understand all this. No, I'm, I'd love well, to be I'm around. Not. <laughs> but I think that's the purpose of it. I think as soon as we understand it, then it no longer becomes... An option, does that mean? Because as soon as, if we were to believe or understand that destiny is a thing and this is what's going to happen, well, people are going to stop trying because people won't believe in free will, so then there'll be no point. And that's why there is the illusion, I believe, of free will. This is why they should teach philosophy in school. Yeah. So you think free will is just an illusion? Just an illusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Because it is just mind blowing, don't you, when you try and get your head on things like that? Because if I'm going on a journey, I check the oil and water in the car, <laughs> brake fluid. Yeah, <laughs> I said pump the tires up, but is that going to stop me? You know, breaking but, down. But then the one day you don't do that, you'd break down. Hmm. It's it's a weird concept to think of. You don't when you look at your day to day life, you don't you don't really consider destiny as in. You know, it's Monday today. What's my destiny going to be in forty years? It sort of creeps up on you over time. But when you, when you look at it from a sort of a bird's eye perspective, then yeah, you know, something is set for you. Whether it's ten years, five years, twenty-five, thirty, and then you're just acting out your day-to-day -day life, potentially doing things that's building up to the point where your destiny actually culminates. And there you go. But I'm thinking that I've made all these decisions. And how well I've done. So when people are finishing school with degrees or college and stuff with degrees and things again, they think, yeah, I've I done a good job here. I put a lot of work in. I made a proper effort. Well, no, you were going to get it anyway. Yeah. So you could have gone out on a piss and injected drugs. No, but they were going to get it because they were going to go stay in and revise. Does that make sense? So if... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the... It's not the individual outcomes that they can just do whatever they want. So I think destiny works in two ways. You've got the end goal and all the little things that happen in between. So if you spill your coffee on your first thing in the morning, you were destined to spill your coffee on your first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. If 
the car was iced over on your way and you were up late for work, you were destined for the car to be iced over. Little things like that, every little thing was destined to happen. So what's behind destiny then? What's controlling destiny? That's the interesting question. Why yeah. are, Why is all our outcomes yeah, isn't it? set? In religious terms, I think a lot of people think that God has a plan for the earth or the universe and us acting out these different things. We're all contributing our little part to progress towards this ultimate vision that because we talk about destinies for individual people but if you take it up another level and you do believe in a god then there would be a destiny for the universe as well itself not just us as individuals yeah there would sort of have to be because that, that was my point was what's to make sure that this destiny actually happens yeah if you're setting out the plan what sort of makes sure what controlling force makes sure that the destiny follows the destiny and think about it if there is a controlling force why would they care about each and everyone's individual destiny if there was no greater gain for it? So there's got to be something bigger than the picture. And I'm a huge conspiracy junkie. We're talking about matrix-type so, conspiracies here. Exactly. There's wow. so many different options that it could be, but we've got to be none the wiser to it because as soon as we switch on and realise that there is a greater power in control, well, then sign experiment over basically. So how do we find out what it is? What's controlling destiny then? I don't think we'll ever know. Well, when, if we think about our life now, when scientists do experiments on mice and chimps and all that, the chimps don't know what's going on. And I think we're exactly the same. So when it comes to destiny, we're just the chimps in that scenario being experimented on by whomever is out there. And they're there's, well, there's loads of theories. There's the matrix theory that this is just all a simulation. It's the illusion of free will again, and that's where destiny comes into. We talked about a computer simulation where we're, we're in a program at the moment, and there's a bunch of advanced scientists sort of plotting what would happen on Earth or like a scenario for the outcome of the Earth, depending on the state that it's in at the moment. Well, Elon's behind that, isn't he? He said all along. He's a huge protagonist of that. He, yeah. yeah, he said all along that um, he's a definitely a possibility that we're in a simulation uh, so of other so like clever scientists and that's the one that makes the sense thing. to the, the most to me i can if you look at the evolution of technology you've got virtual reality all these different things to do with artificial intelligence and when you get to the point where the computer programs themselves become so intelligent yeah computer simulation seems totally feasible and just the one think I how in. big the universe is we could be one stimulation of millions upon thousands. But then if you look at a computer simulation, the possibility of that, that then makes destiny a possibility because the actions are being programmed. Yeah. So you will follow this this action because yeah. you've been programmed to follow Each it. Each person on the universe would have a script. So they're born on this date. They do this, they do that, they do that, that, that. They may not have everything program so they might not have the specific actions that you do on a daily basis but they'll say right on this day you'll do this or at the end of this year you do this okay you're going to die at this point almost like significant life events yeah. are pre-mapped out predetermined mm. so there might be a little bit of leeway in between them but ultimately you end up in the same place regardless well, that's conjoined them for when people meet 
everything like that. There's so many possibilities. But see this simulation idea, right? It does make the possibility to me now of um, destiny and free will working together yeah. a possibility. It makes much more sense. It does make sense. The only way it makes sense to me is that if we have to be in a simulation where um, generally it's the, these are the parameters you will work in, and, yeah. and that's you know that's what's going to happen eventually. But in the meantime, you can make these. That's why free will. A lot of scientists believe it as well because it seems to be the most logical outcome from the advance of technology. A lot of other like the Matrix theory is still possible because that's just a, a civilization that's advanced to the point where they can create this virtual reality for human beings. So the Matrix is sort of technology based, the same as the computer theory is, but they're both. They're both most. So you never logical. know. Two thousand and twelve, the world could have gone bang, but they preempted it, so they set up a simulation to carry on in our life events from then, almost as realistic as possible, so we'd know none the wiser. But really, we're just floating around in empty space. It could have been a power cut. <laughs> it could have been a power cut in the office. The cleaners pulled the Hoover out, and System there was a blip in our simulation and we've all just come back going what what, what just happened well, i don't know sort of and they go oh yeah it's just deja vu or whatever yeah. these are the words they throw around deja vu gets me all the time why is the timer flashing on the cooker yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i just said that must be losing my mind there's, so, there's got to be something more to it deja vu does freak me out as well though that's yeah, but didn't they say, or they tried to explain this at one point, they said because of the different parts, compartments in your brain, that you experience something and then it goes to another part of your brain where it's like held as a memory. And they said sometimes that can short where before you've had the experience of it, it's gone into the memory thing. But in that case, if you've, you haven't even had that experience that's in your memory, is that not going back to destiny that you were destined to have that, that memory or experience? I don't know. But isn't that weird, though, that deja vu is a look into your future? And then when you talk about the concept of destiny, if it's if your future is preset, then a lot of these people who claim to be mystics and psychics and stuff, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they've peered behind the veil and they can see what the future is. And rather than, I, well, they just chosen to capitalize on it. But then that could be the creators giving us a hint to try and... Maybe maybe they're just prodding us to see how intelligent we are to figure out what kind of simulation we're in. And they put these people there to try and help us. It's almost a test to see, will yeah. they find out? We need something extra in there to help them twig on, to see if they will twig on. But going back to deja vu, do you ever get it when it's happening? You're trying to think, what's going to happen next? I know what's going to happen next, but I can't remember. Yeah. I it's get a, that a It's lot. a certain... No. It's, it's almost like two <laughs> seconds. Like you'll... The Matrix one, or a cat walks past the hallway. It's like two two seconds, if that. And then they all realize that they've been in the same place before. And it's the same concept with us. It might be you see a sign or you see a picture or you see a person. And then you think for a fleeting moment, I've been here before. But that's it. You can't remember before or after. You just remember that two seconds and then that's it. It goes completely from mm -hmm. your mind's eye. We should bring tinfoil hats next time. We, yeah, we should. <laughs> But these are the discussions that people need to have. This is why I'm a firm believer of teaching philosophy in school, because kids don't have these conversations. As weird as they may sound to other people, it's not just a conversation of, are we in a simulation, for example? That's quite an advanced topic. 
that a lot of people have discussed. But it's just the concept of these things on a daily basis. Kids have no idea. No, but I think they generally don't care, do they? I mean, it's most yeah. most people, uh, if they're not thinking deep onto a subject, it's basically, you know, what we having for tea tonight and what's on the telly. But well, not and, even and like, that's it. It's not even as deep in what is life and everything, but it's just teaching kids to question things, yeah, not to absolutely. take everything for mm. face value, especially in this day and age where you get, get fed so much information is teaching people to question it and not believe it and learn to think for themselves and think there are other possibilities yeah. and other answers yeah. out there and not everything is what it makes well, It's exactly what you just said. The, our generation now is phones, internet, scatterbrain doing whatever they want on social media. They come home, play games, they do more social media stuff and then, yeah, what's for tea? And all right, if that's their destiny, then that's their destiny. But taking that out of the question, let's say we do have the illusion of free will, then why would you not want to read a book now and again? Why would you not want to try and understand the world you live in, the concepts, the questions, rather than just plodding along, just doing what what we're programmed to do? That's what they say the media is there for, to try and keep us on the straight and narrow, not to question the authority, mm. so they can pretty much do whatever they want with us. Yeah, well, look how we manip- we were manipulated by that um, Cambridge Analytica. Oh, that's a that's a topic unto itself. That is. Yeah, everybody oh, yes. was manipulated by that. That was like wow. That is fascinating. It's genius and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. But it goes beyond that. We're manipulated by so many different things. Like going on again last night, I was reading about um, climate change. So especially in America, they found that they have more people against climate change. So saying saying it's all bogus basically on the news than they do supporting climate change so that then in turn because more people are seeing climate change uh, people saying climate change is not real they then believe in climate change isn't real they're not questioning everything they just believe in what they're seeing and being told they're not being taught to question it and then they're uneducated and then they're being fed down one route a bit like the Cambridge Analytica they've been forced to think in one way so I think what's missing in modern day is you have a conversation let's say you have a conversation with someone about a topic that you don't know rather than taking that other person's word as gospel you'd go off you would do your own research you would ask your own questions and the next time you have a conversation you've got more information then to try and gauge where their point's coming from so it's sort of a continuation of things but most people will have a conversation and i'd go this is definitely the case and you go oh wow and then that's it that's in your mind then. You've already made the decision that you believe what I'm saying, but you, sh- you should never believe what 100%. people say. And then you get, then someone else will tell someone else yeah. and they'll believe it for face value and somebody else will tell else. And the story else. changes over time from person to person to person and the original fact gets turned into something like the flat earth theory. <laughs> and that's where all that comes from. Just Chinese whispers. <laughs> Whereas if you go back before phones and stuff like that, if people didn't know something, instead of Googling... They would look it up in a book. So they'd get more of the information. They'd learn other stuff around it. Whereas now, you'll type a question into Google. And it won't even have to be you've got to click on different things now. It'll just give you a snippet from an article and just tell you this. And sometimes you'll find, if you click on that, it's not the answer you were looking for. But people won't think that. And then they'll take that for fact Mm. because it's on Google. It must be true. It's too convenient. Companies pay Google to have their searches higher in the hierarchy. So... Out of the two options, I would say, you know, yes, books are probably 
and it are way more accurate than the internet articles would be. I'm not saying books are a hundred percent because that's the whole point of the question itself, but I'd much rather trust a book than I would a random article I found on the internet for five seconds. Because even Wikipedia is an open source tool that's edited by the general public. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not an academic tool. So I could go on there and I could t- I could edit any article and just change the text straight away. Mm-hmm. So the next person that views it, you know, millions of people view that probably every hour. You'd, you'd see what I wrote and it's absolute nonsense. Too many people think Wikipedia is an encyclopedia and take everything they see on there as fact. When it's not, it's, like you said, so many, I can put on anything I wanted on Wikipedia. I could go on there today and write the sky's green and it would be on the internet so it must be true because it's on Wikipedia. We weren't allowed to quote that in our, in our when I did my university uh, dissertation, we weren't allowed to use Wikipedia. Same. We had to use actual scientific articles and articles within the field that we were doing the dissertation on. If you used Wikipedia, they'd just laugh at you and you'd fail immediately. What did you do your dissertation on? Um, artificial intelligence. No. Wow. That's why I love the theory of the the program because it fits exactly with what I know about the, the potential of technology. So I'm a firm, I'm on I'm on Elon's side with this one. I'm a firm believer. Oh, I think there's something, old, and they talk about, isn't it? Like, um, oh, what's it called? When we're going to reach a point where technology advances beyond humans, and then we lose control, basically, yeah. we all become slaves to ra- robots. Have you seen iRobot? iRobot is a great movie for artificial intelligence, where the they build its central artificial program to look after the the traffic and the sort of the infrastructure of society. Yeah. But then that program is getting fed so much information that it realizes that most of these problems are caused by human beings. So that program's solution to save the planet is to eradicate human beings. Now, when you look at it, look at it logically, that is, that's the perfect outcome. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it absolute yeah. sense. So when you look at that program that goes, right, all these problems to the earth are caused by human beings. To save the planet, we need to kill all humans. That's where most scientific movies end up. Yeah. It's it's a very logical outcome. If you look at what we're doing to the world now with climate change, the eradication of all these environments for different animals, we're killing the wildlife. Yeah, we are. I've said this before, we're a parasite to the earth. We are a parasite to the earth. So when technology advances to the point where we create, our floor is to create the technology to save the planet. And we think we're being all smug and great because we've created this artificial intelligence. But we're in reality, to save the planet, then we need to die. We're going to create the thing that destroys yeah. us. That's what we, they always yeah. say. We're going to be the makers of our own destiny in the terms of we create artificial intelligence. It becomes intelligent enough to save the planet by killing us. And that's the end of human life as we know uh, it. And that makes sense. And that makes perfect sense when you look at it right. from that perspective. I'm going to sum it up there then. So going back to the original question, destiny or free will, I think it could be both, but only if we're living in a simulation. Yeah. I'm convinced we're living in a simulation, so I'm going to say destiny. I I agree. I think we're programmed to believe we've got free will, but at the end of the day, it's just destiny. There we are. We've said it, so it must be fact. And don't ride a bike in the night. (laughs) With Martin around. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Right, thank you both. Speak to you next week. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Goodbye.